today, I wanted to look at the gospel with you, and I want to start by bringing out someone, or someone, something, that I bet you guys know who it is. Do you know who this is? Who? I just want to make sure you... There we Who is this? It's, it's Mr. Celery Head? Oh, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. Now you guys, do you know him more from Toy Story? Yeah. Do they, moms and dads, do they still make the real Mr. Potato Head? They do. Okay, yeah. I had a Mr. Potato Head when my brothers and I were growing up. You still have one. That's awesome. So what we love about Mr. Potato Head so much is, is that you get to pick exactly what he's going to look like, right? This is what is so fun about Mr. Potato Head. And so if you want him to have like the big wide open eyes, you can give him those eyes. If you want him to have the mustache and the glasses, you can put those on his awesome little green hat there. The nose, should we give him a red nose or a potato-colored nose? Potato. A potato-colored nose, okay. All right, so we'll give him the potato-colored nose. Um, should we give him the big red lips? Yeah. Or should we give him the mustache? Red the, mustache. the red lips. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Okay, we're going for, all right. Going for the red lips. There we go. Okay, all right. So. So the thing that we love about Mr. Potato Head is that we can make him look exactly the way that we want him to look. And you guys know that there's lots of other things you could, like there's, I don't have them here, but not only do you have like the tired eyes, but they have the angry eyes, like don't forget your angry eyes, like from Toy Story, but there's all kinds of different ways you can make him look. Now you're, maybe you're thinking like, Father, what on earth why are you talking about Mr. Potato Head when we're here in church? And so here's the reason, okay? So here's a really super important lesson. We love to make Mr. Potato Head exactly the way that we want him to be. And here's the lesson. Sometimes we do that with one another. We do that to other people. So here, here's what I mean. Have you ever gone over to a friend's house to play? And you say to your friend, let's play this game. And your friend says, oh no, I don't like that game. Let's play this game. And you say, well, I don't like that game. I want to play that game. And then when you go home later on, you say to your mom or your dad, I'm not friends with him anymore. And your mom says, well, why not? And you say, because he doesn't want to do the stuff I want to do. Has that ever happened? Have you ever gotten maybe a little upset because people don't want to, they, they don't like the same stuff you like and you want them to like exactly what you want. Sometimes we treat other people like the Mr. Potato Head. We say, I want you to like all the same games I like and I want you to like the same teams I like and I want you to like the same music that I like and the same sports. And when they don't, sometimes we get upset. And we can say to, to, to a friend, well, I don't want to be your friend anymore 
because you don't like the stuff that I like. But we do that not only to other people, but today in the gospel reading, Jesus basically tells us, look, don't be upset when I come to you just as I am. Don't be upset when I'm different than what you were expecting. In the gospel today, who's the special person who's been a big part of Advent who gets us ready for Jesus? What was the name of his cousin who prepared the way? He lived out in the desert and he ate locusts and wild honey. We've heard about him. What was the name of his cousin? And he had the special job of preparing the way for Jesus. Yeah. St. John, yeah, St. John the Baptist. St. John the Baptist is the one who is preparing the way for Jesus. And in the gospel today, John, John maybe is a little confused or maybe his disciples are confused. And John sends the question to Jesus, are you the one that we've been waiting for or should we look for another? And it seems like maybe there were people that were expecting Jesus to be different than what he was. You've heard this at church before, but you know there were people that were expecting Jesus to come as a great king with a big army who was going to drive out the Romans and raise up a whole big earthly kingdom like David, King David used to have. There were people that were waiting for a Messiah like that. But Jesus didn't come with an army and with soldiers, did he? No, uh-uh. There were people who expected when the Messiah would come that the first thing that he was gonna do was gonna go after all of the people who do bad stuff, all of the evildoers, and he was gonna immediately just make everything exactly right. Only Jesus didn't do that. How did Jesus save us? Yeah. By dying on the cross. Exactly. And there were a lot of people who said, no, that's, that's not the way the Messiah is supposed to be. Do you remember? Who, who was the leader among the 12 disciples who said, there's no way, Lord, that you are ever gonna give up your life on the cross? Who was the, who was the leader among the 12 disciples? The one on... Jesus said to him, you are the rock that I'm gonna build my church on. Who, who is that? Yeah. Peter. Peter, yeah, good job, Margie. It's Peter, it's Peter. But Peter, Peter's the one who said, Master, there's no way that the Messiah should ever suffer. He shouldn't have to die. And Peter said, I'm gonna make sure that never happens. Do you see what's going on? Is Peter said, I want the Messiah to look like the way I want him to look. I want him to come like a king with an army who's gonna drive out the Romans. And my Messiah, he should never ever have to suffer. But Jesus told him, Peter, you, you have it all wrong. You have to let me be the savior that God the Father is calling me to be. 
And so this is a really important lesson in Advent because we're getting ready for Christmas. We're getting ready to welcome Jesus. But the question today that Jesus asks us is, will you let me come to you and live in your heart just as I am? Or are you gonna be like Peter and get upset if I'm not exactly the way that you want me to be? And this is a really important question. And a really good prayer for us during Advent is to say, Jesus, help us to welcome you into our heart just as you are. Help us to not expect you to look exactly the way that we think you should look or act the way that we think that you should act, but help us, like your mother, to receive you just as you are. This is the beautiful thing about Mary, about our blessed mother, is, is that she said, I'm gonna say yes to you and to your plan no matter what. I'm gonna say yes to that. I'm not gonna expect that the Messiah, my son, is gonna be everything that I think he should be. I'm gonna let him be exactly who he is. So during these days of Advent, this is a really good time for us to pray and ask Jesus, Jesus, help us to let you be exactly who you are and to not get upset at all when you don't do things the way that we want them to be done, when you don't act the way that we think that you should act. And sometimes we do that. Sometimes like maybe for some of you, there was like in your sports, or something at school, and you wanted things to go exactly one way, but they didn't go that way. And then maybe you found yourself, you got a little bit upset at God, and you said, God, why did you do that to me? And so it's really important that we pray and we ask Jesus just to let us welcome him into our heart just as he is. And that can happen too sometimes when maybe you've had a family member who's gotten sick maybe a grandma or a grandpa, and we say, God, we don't understand why you let that happen. And we can get confused. And when we get confused, sometimes we can get upset with God and we say, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. So during Advent, we wanna pray and ask Jesus to give us the same trust, the same faith that he gave to Mary. That in the same way that she said yes, and let God come in and just do everything that he had planned that we would be able to do the same thing. And that's true even for, for small things. I bet there are some of you that have certain Christmas presents that you are really hoping to get. And sometimes even when we don't get the, the Christmas presents that we, that we want, we can get upset and we can say, this isn't fair, it's not the way it's supposed to be. And Jesus says, it's gonna be okay but let, let me love you the way that I know is best for you. Let me give you the gifts that I know are best for you. Let my plan be whatever I know is best for you. So, boys and girls, I'm gonna invite you to stand up and head back to your moms and your dads here. And then uh, to all of our, our moms and our dads um, and to all of those of us who that, are, that are older, um, this, is, this is probably one of the most difficult things about Advent is in the gospel today, Jesus sends the message back to John and says, blessed is he who takes no offense at me. And 
we know it, it can happen in the midst of the struggles and the pain of our life when very good desires that we have don't unfold the way that we expect and think that they should unfold, we can stand toward God with a stance in our heart where we could say, Lord, I, I have a right to be offended um, because there's this really painful thing that's going on in my life and I don't know what you're doing in it and I don't even see your hand at work in it. And so this is a huge, huge part of Advent. Um, I mentioned some of the other masses. You know, think about one of our young adults who has only ever wanted to enter into the covenant of marriage but hasn't found the right guy or the right girl yet. And meanwhile, their friends are all getting married and they carry the pain in their heart and they're saying, Lord, I don't understand. Like, this is a good thing that I want and yet I'm still waiting. And, and we, we can feel in our heart, Lord, I, I have a right to be upset with you because this isn't the way it was supposed to be. There's a huge pain, an incredibly deep pain for the mom and dad, or for the husband and wife, rather, who want nothing more than to be a mom and a dad, but experience infertility or miscarriage. And in all of that deep pain, we can very often say, Lord, this just isn't the way that it was supposed to go. And I think for us adults, the Lord in the gospel today, I, there, there's a very tender love that he has for us where he's saying to us, and some of you that, that have borne really heavy burdens in life, the Lord is saying, please do not take offense at me. I, I, I'm, I'm asking you to keep trusting me even though things are going differently than you expected even though the way that, that your life is unfolding is different than what you deep, most deeply hoped for, please, don't walk away from me. Don't take offense at me. I still love you. I'm still at work, even when things go differently than what you expected. I think, too, about so many of our, our older moms and dads, those of you whose kids are moved out and have started their own families, and so many of you bear the pain where you say, I don't understand what happened. We raised our kids in the faith. We did everything at home that we could have possibly done. We handed on the faith to them, and yet not one of my adult kids goes to church, and I don't even know if they have faith. This is this incredibly deep pain that you, that, that you can bear in your heart, but that can lead us to say, Lord, I, I don't know about this. And in response, the Lord says, please, keep trusting don't, don't take offense. Don't think that I've utterly failed you. And again, for us as adults, the model is our blessed mother. When she gave her yes to the Lord, the Lord did not give her a list of every single thing that she would endure. She, she gave a yes that was basically a blank check. She just signed it and pushed it over to the Lord and said, thy will be done. That is so absolutely amazing to me that she gave a yes that was gonna be faithful all the way through that moment where she's standing there at the foot of the, of the cross. And the Lord, I, I think this third Sunday of Advent says, please do not be afraid to keep trusting me. Don't be afraid to keep giving me that yes, especially when it involves the cross. This is a huge part of Advent. 
Are we waiting for the Messiah who's gonna come exactly according to our expectations or are we willing to accept him when he comes in a different way, a way that, that will always involve the cross? Or are we willing to trust him when he comes in different ways that, that carry the pain and the darkness that we just maybe were not expecting at all? Let's ask our, our Blessed Mother to pray and intercede for us this Sunday that, that we might say, Lord, I'm gonna keep trusting even though I do not understand what it is that you're doing.